Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here we go. 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 This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Dawson. I'm Sam Delaney. So what? <sighs> Fish kick. Come on, it's not even a big deal. Yeah. Get over it. Yeah, right, okay. Um, welcome to the Friday episode. Sorry it's late. We've had a few technical problems and um, diary issues and shit like that. But we're here now, uh, so calm your tits. Um, what's been going on in the uh, Earth Cup? The Earth Cup... Um, I don't know the score of Scotland um, versus, uh, who was it last night? Was it Scotland versus the Philippines? No, Scotland versus Uruguay was right. the opening game. However, Does... I did I did get managed to get, because I haven't seen much of young Lenny this week, I, because I've been out in the evenings quite a lot. Ooh. And yeah, <laughs> no, unlike me, all work, all work related. Obviously, okay. as you know, I never socialise, so none of it was social. But I am... Um, I called him because I there was so like the response to this was probably the biggest response we've had to anything. Yeah. Definitely. Um I think mainly as we always say, you know, it's about the cunters understanding you're not alone on yeah. any, on, on, on all these different levels. So last week we talked about, you know, chip shop anxiety and we had a huge outpouring of people saying, oh, I thought it might just be me. And lots of people confessed. And that's great. It makes you feel better when you realize there's other people just yeah. like you and everyone's going for it. And I thought after chip shop anxiety, we not, might not be able to match it. But pretend football universes, it's like everyone has been hiding these in the shadows in their yeah. minds for years. And I talked about Lens and that the, the response to Lens' own personal one has been immense because I think people well, uh, people are engaged. Can I, can I just say, Lens is the best I've ever heard of it's one, in all yeah, my years, I mean, in, in, including all the ones people have tweeted about. I'll read some of them out shortly, but yeah. nothing tops Lens. Lens is the best. And I've got to be honest, I haven't even scraped the surface of telling you everything <laughs> about Lens. And my wife has seen a lot of the response online as well and has been... I don't know what you'd call it, sort of confused, yeah. bewildered, annoyed. Who knows why? Because she hears this all day long and she hears me and Len discussing it and she can't believe that it's now taken to social... It's taken off in such a big way on social media. Um, I... Uh, but she has advised... She went... Because last night I call, I was at work in the evening, but I called Len mm. before he went to bed because I wanted... People were demanding updates on all yeah. sorts of issues, probably... Yeah. Principally, the, the transfer status of Spencer Whitehouse. When I spoke to him, he said there was nothing at all to report on Spencer Whitehouse because <laughs> Spencer Whitehouse was busy with England and was just concentrating on that. So all he told me was a bit about the World Cup, which is why yeah. I had to report that. I mean, I'll, um, I'll just read out the tweet you tweeted last night, which was yeah. update. Uh, the Earth Cup kicks off tonight in Mexico with Uruguay versus Scotland. This is for anyone who hasn't read this and wants to be brought up to speed. Yeah. Bucky's favourite to claim the trophy are England, the Philippines, China and New Zealand. 
Mm-hmm. And Spencer Whitehouse, of course, will be England's starting centre-forward for the tournament. But we don't yeah. have a result from Uruguay-Scotland yet. We don't, but this morning, basically what I was saying was my wife has said, don't ask him too much because yeah. he'll feel pressured and then yeah. he'll stop doing it. So what I have to do is just play it cool because it's, it's all he talks about really anyway. Just keep doing what you've been doing and just exactly. get whatever information Exactly, if I pick him up from can. school, I don't have to ask a question. He will just yeah. start telling me stuff. So, But this morning, I, a lot of the uh, our Scottish listeners were saying, you know, how good are Scotland in Len's universe? So I did gently ask him, I said this morning over breakfast I said what's Scotland like mate and he went they're decent they're decent and right. I said he goes they're not one of the best but they're decent I said are they better than real life Scotland he went yeah and I said right and he went because remember and he reminded me of this and was, he, he gets annoyed when I don't remember everything he goes <laughs> remember they've got a great club side which makes up most of their uh, team right okay and I forgot that there is a club team that compete in the Eurostars tournament called Amazing Edinburgh. <laughs> and Amazing Edinburgh are always do pretty well. I don't I don't know if they've won, but they go they get to like the advanced stages of the Eurostars Cup. And I think that the bulk of the Scottish national team is made up of players from... So, sorry to any Glaswegians or Aberdeen or Dundee or any of you guys, but mm. I think it's a heavily Edinburgh um, national side. I mean, I don't want to draw parallels too much with the real world, but that mm. feels a bit like Ajax uh, with Holland. Yeah, that they yeah are I the, think it's the, one of those. The overridingly good team that provides yeah. the, the top players. But that's good. Amazing Edinburgh. Excellent. Um, I, like I say, you've said there, we, we've had an unbelievable response from people mm. who've had imaginary football universes and, and mm. similar things when they were kids and, you know, when they're adults now. I'll read yeah. some of the tweets well, out. You, you, you always think it's going to stop but yeah. you ne- it it doesn't stop. That's no, the you thing. can't you can't switch it off. You can't. I switch think when off. I'm like you know an old man, if I'm lucky enough to reach you know my nineties or whatever, yeah, and I'm sat there whatever I'm doing in old people's home, I think I will. I think I'll cherish the fact that I never gave up on Thameside and the other teams in that universe because I will have something. I'll be bored, won't I? When you're yeah. old, you can't do much, and if I'm old and infirm and immobile, I'll always have that in my head and I'll probably go full-time because, of course, I'm part-time now, but I'll probably go full-time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was I was going to mention the other day, but there wasn't time. I've played championship manager and then it changes name to football manager for 25 years, I think. So yeah. more than half my life, I've been avidly playing management simulation games and I play it on the iPad now. It's a more simplified version of it. But um, I, I do interviews with myself in my head as the manager And I always hear the voice of the manager in those interviews as whoever the Sunderland manager is at that time. Oh, right, okay. So in the past, I've imagined myself talking to Steve Bruce. I've been Roy Keane. I've been, uh, you know, recently Jack Ross. I've been Dick Advocat. But that's how that works. So you had to do a Dutch accent. Yeah, but... You've been Mick McCarthy. I've been Mick McCarthy, but all purely imaginary. I don't um, I do not do interviews into a tape recorder like one of our correspondents has done. But, um, <laughs> let's, I'll read out some <laughs> tweets. Let, let's go through some yeah, of the tweets because some, some of them are fantastic. Uh, Mike Goodall says, I had several worlds. I ran one where 256 brand names competed for the Talbot Cup. Mm. BMX brand Falcon won that one, beating Kellogg's in the final. And in another world, teams like Bloody Mary competed against the likes of Our Lady of Shit. <laughs> 
Ian Queen says, I've been waiting for this podcast for 30 years. This is right. stuff that I love. We've tapped into something that people thought they were alone, but they've realised yeah, that's that it. That's not. what I'm saying. You think you're yeah. alone. It's like a dirty secret. But yeah. no, lads, it's not a dirty secret. We've all been doing it. All of us. <laughs> so Ian says, I've been waiting for this podcast for 30 years. I used a dice to score the games. Inter FC versus Athletic Town's 6-6 draw will forever go down as one of the best games ever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Paul Wrighty Boy on Twitter says my mate at university was obsessed with configuring an army battalion and oh, planning yeah. wars outcomes mm. and casualties we'd find plans all over the house of his named units generals leaders and winners of medals he's now a, a middle manager that. I'm not sure to what extent we want to go well no because I, I'm in the pop bands one is good isn't it yeah yeah so we, we will we will accept other other categories of fantasy yeah, of course. world. It's, it's all in the same realm. Welsh and elsewhere said, who will ever forget the great Trevor Freeman and his all-conquering <laughs> oh, yeah. Tesman United side <laughs> of the early 80s? Great rivals were Pelton City and Norton County. I used to write match reports on my Amstrad. I was an only child, obviously. I said, golden stuff. And he's written back, the fact that I'm 45 and can still name the sides, key players and their kits is a worrying thing. No, it's not. It's not. Gavin R. Thomas, it is not worrying because I can name all of those sides and kits from my universe too. It's part of who you are. Yeah. Um, Simon Price says, I had a whole imaginary country called Oxenania, or it might be pronounced Oxenania. I'm yeah. not sure. Um, it was an island in the Baltic with its own flag, language and map and full league. It started out with action men and other actual figures kicking mm. a table tennis ball about and then graduated to Sibutio. Simon also adds, I was an only child. <laughs> yeah, a lot of them were only, only child. Uh, I wasn't an only child, but I kind of was like one because my brothers were much older, so they were always out of the house and then they moved out and stuff. So I had a lot of time to kill on my own. And I think a lot of it that was driven by this. But... I think some of it was sparked off by my oldest brother Theo, who did. He he was very into sort of creating footballing worlds via Sabutio mm. and dice leagues, and so he, he he taught me the concept of parallel football universes, and yeah. I picked that up and ran with it. I've also remembered um, a, a, a league I used to have. Well, it wasn't a league; it was I was Sunderland, and I used to we used to have a long landing at the top of the stairs in the house I lived in when I was very, very small. And I got graph paper and made a grid. So I had the, the list of all of the Sunderland players and then I would play out each match and I would put in the the grid 1 to 11, mm. who I was picking for that match. And then underneath, write out the scores, write out the scores of all the other games in the league. So played out an entire season. Playing football, but then, you know, enhancing it. it. What's brilliant is, is that, you know, we've all most of us have had spells of being quite seriously addicted to something like Football Manager or an equivalent game through the years. And now that we've all admitted to these ones that just exist in our minds, mm. they're better. Yeah. It's better than any computer programme. I love the control. In, some of the younger hunters have sent in anecdotes that involve um, editing the names on Sensible Soccer and on mm. Um, mm. PS4, FIFA and all this sort of thing, which is good. But at the it's ones that the exist purely in the mind yeah. are the best ones. My one is complete the mind. And and fine, you know, we've done <clears> lots of people who said, oh, I did it using Sabutio figures or some one guy used Corinthian figures with a tiddlywink mm. and, and, and did some sort of game like that that his dad had taught him. And that's fine, but that's still a game. I love the idea of you're just controlling it 
with only your brain. And here's an interesting thing, Andy, right, about human nature. I don't know what it tells us, but when I imagine Thameside, who are the team that I've always... I've never managed them. It's not me who manages them. Oh, right, there's okay. A, there's other managers. They've you're a, you're had a, a series fan. of managers. Huh? You're a fan. I'm then. probably a fan. I don't know what role I play. I'm Basically, I'm God. Oh, yeah, I suppose if so, If you think yeah. about it... Because you're controlling If you think it, about yeah. it, I'm a divine power because... I do not appear or feature. Sam Delaney is not someone who is apparent in any of these scenarios that take place in the yeah. league that exist in my mind. Um, there are managers who have come and gone over the years who I effectively create and promote and stuff yeah. like that. I mean, I've had a lot of players who've gone through great playing careers back in like the 90s mm. and are now really seasoned managers, sometimes of the club they used to play for yeah. and so on. And so... Um, I don't appear at all. I guess I am basically God. And the uh, what what's interesting is is that you know I've got all of these different teams, a huge array. Not as I mean, even I, I've been doing it for however long, best part of forty years, and I've never had as much detail as Lenny has devised in the space of the last eight months. Right. Yeah. But having said that. You know, I've got all these different teams and local rivalries. Like, for instance, Thameside's local rivals are called London West. And I'm not joking, Andy. I actually hate London West. <laughs> I hate them. I've always hated them. I don't know who they think they are. They're fucking snooty. That's what I don't like about right. them. Yeah. They're from a richer part of West London. Yeah. And they're fancy. And they've got a bigger stadium than Thameside. And they're basically... I fucking hate them. And when I think about the them, Chelsea. even though I made them up myself, I sort of feel it almost as strongly as the, towards them as I do towards Millwall. It's mm. sort of like, right. yeah, but you're right, they are obviously based. Let's just say there's a lot of Chelsea influence, <laughs> right? And you're like, fucking London West, up to their old tricks. <laughs> but what's interesting is, I don't always let Thameside win. In fact... L- L- Thameside haven't won the league or the Champions League for a long time. Right. Now, you would have thought if you were in charge, you'd make your own team win all the time, if, but it's not the y- case. Mm, no, if you were a child, you might do that. Yeah. If you were a, quite an emotionally stunted child, even, you might do that. But yeah. as you're a grown man now, and you understand the, the twos and fro's of, of drama, you yeah. know, you, you're not going to have them win the league every time. No, it's in, boring. In, you know, in, in Roy the Rovers, Manchester Rovers got relegated one season, and it was great. Yeah, um, there was one period. I think it was in the the, I think it was in the early nineties, and um, a breakaway European league was formed. Wow! Right, with other European clubs. Yeah, and because Thameside had won the league for the previous two seasons before this, they were invited to join it along with I think one other English club. Yeah. And, and and then just teams from all over the continent. And Was this the, a full-season league? Yeah. Right. And they didn't compete in the English league. Right, OK. And it was a breakaway. And the Football Association, as exists in my universe, yeah. punished anyone who played for Thameside. Right. By any English players were no longer allowed to play for the national team. God. And what that did was that had a knock-on effect on the national team and gave loads of players from lower division clubs because no one from the top two two clubs in the division could play for England. And so it shook things up. 
So what you got was loads of Roy the Rovers stories of players coming from like Division Two and being selected in the England team because there were so many gaps in the England team. Yeah. And then becoming brilliant on the international stage. So I remember old plot lines from mm. like 30 years ago. Jalapeño. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Jalapeño. That reminds me a little bit of when I was in what what would be called year five at primary school. Mm. And the school team was just the top year, year six, mm. the year above. Mm. And for whatever reason, the year six lads decided they were going to boycott playing for the school team. Mm. It was something to do with they didn't like the new strip. Or they were... They were, they, they were <laughs> they didn't, prima donnas. They, they didn't want to take the kits home and wash them. And get them oh washed. They wanted someone else to do it. So Typical they all boycotted the it. So us in the year f- in year five, we all got promoted into the school team, and it was the best fucking thing ever. I bet we were in the school team a year before we were supposed to be in there. It was the best, and we held our own as well. We did all right. So you're playing against kids a year older we were than you. Kids a year older, and we did all right. Yeah. Can I tell you something? I think you, you have mentioned this before a long time ago, and it triggered a memory that I shared at the time. Trigger. I think I shared it. <laughs> This is a sad memory. Do you remember the sad story of me having to come on at half time for the boy who had to go to church and I didn't have proper football shoes yeah. and I just fell yeah. over in the mud you had for 45 your street minutes shoes on. Yeah. in my street shoes? That was a sad story, wasn't it? It was very sad, yes. shed a lot of light on some of my characteristics Definitely, today in adulthood. Yeah. Well, this is another sad story, but it's much more simple. Almost the exact same thing happened to me when I was in year five. But the team, the players, it was for some misbehaviour. They didn't go on strike, but they were being punished because they had misbehaved. I think they'd been fighting or something on a away game against the rival school. Right. And the headmaster sacked all of them bar like two out of the team for their involvement in it and said, we're going to give the kids in year five a nod. Yeah. Right. And me and all my mates were like, yes, we're going to play in the fucking first team. It's the most exciting news you could ever get at that age, isn't it? Andy, I didn't make the team. Oh. Fuck. So (laughs) what they said was, we've got huge gaps, so it's up for grabs. Yeah. So my attitude was, well, if you play football and you're... Because not everyone plays football. Some people were still playing war. Do you know what I mean? Mm. There's always... Some kids don't play football, do they? They play war or they... I don't know what they're fucking doing, talking about Doctor Who or something, right? (laughs) But I'm thinking, well, if you're one of the football guys, right, and you're there at training every week and you can fucking play football. You're going to be in. 
you can kick a ball without fucking falling over, yeah. right? You're in. I thought I'm in like Flynn. <laughs> well, no, I wasn't even in the first um, thirteen. Jesus, first team plus two. And I remember one. I'm not going to name him, but I remember one kid who got in ahead of me, and it was when I heard his name read out that it really cut me to the bone. Yeah, because I knew how he was regarded as a footballer. Mm, he was and shit. He was shit. And yeah. I do still think. Listen. I was never the best, right? But I do think that that incident was an injustice. It mm. was an injustice. I'm not going to sit here and say I was the best. I should have been the first thing every week. But I was better than that. And I don't know what was going on. Maybe it was that the manager just didn't like... Well, you can imagine. He probably didn't like my personality. Can't imagine why that would be. I mean, <laughs> you know, I probably... Yeah, I mean, I did have a lot of chat even at that age, so yeah. he probably just thought I was a bit of a wanker and thought the last thing he needs is his ego boosted. Mm. So, fuck him. That's probably the explanation. Did you, did you learn anything from that? No, not really. Oh, well, yeah, I did actually. I learned, look out for fucking haters, people holding you back because they can't take it, yeah. right? yeah. Fucking bastards. Yeah. I thought the the world is full of pygmies who will try and hinder your progress, yeah, could, right? handle your because, brilliance. Because yeah. they're jealous and intimidated exactly. yeah. and they're insecure and you bring all of that into focus. And I, th- I said to myself that day, Sam, Sam Delaney, Samuel, Brendan Delaney, you just fucking keep doing what you're doing, yeah. mate. Yeah. You feel like you've got a grown man, a teacher who's in a position of authority, and he's yeah. jealous of a child. Jealous of me. Yeah. What a cunt. Is he dead now? Yeah. Don't know. You well, don't have to name him, but is he dead now? I don't know, but I do know that the headmaster who might have been complicit in it, and I know he he definitely had issues with me. Mm, he, he, he had issues with me because he actually accused me of being too confident, right? As if that was like a really bad thing, right? Fucking hell. I thought, fucking hell, you should be teaching us to be confident, you cunt. Yeah. Right? There were, well, there was a couple of instances where I was out of order. But anyway. <laughs> Too I, confident. He, he lives he lives around here, so I know yeah. he's not dead. And sometimes I say hello to him, and he still looks at me with utter disdain. Yeah. To this day. You should tell him about this podcast. That'll fuck him up. Fucking well tell him. Yeah. Okay, mate, I've got a fucking massive podcast. It's huge. Po- we sell T-shirts and everything, yeah. you dickhead. Yeah. What are you doing now? I tell you what, wear one of the t-shirts and put some episodes on a USB stick and go around and just fucking give them it to you. There you this go, mate. This is what mate. I'm doing now. Now I know where he lives. I'll go and just start putting them each week. I will put a USB through his letterbox with that week's episodes on. <laughs> his yeah. name, I won't say his full name, but his his, his Christian name is Brian, right? Mm. So, and that'll be that. He'll hate that as well if I call him Brian yeah. because he still expects his former pupils to call him by his <laughs> surname. Yeah, fuck that. And, I'm going to tie a little label every week around a USB that just says Brian and I'm going to shove it through his fucking letterbox and it will have that week's episodes, all of them, every week. Yeah, good for you. It's important uh, to get revenge wherever you can. Spike yeah. never sleeps. Spike never sleeps, Sam. That's right. That's my motto. <laughs> I might get that on a T-shirt. <laughs> I've got some more, um, I've got some more um, tweets. Simon the Dentist says, never did this with football, but would make up imaginary bands. How this started, singles, albums, inter-band conflicts, dodgy managers. I would then mm. imagine a festival where they would all play with arguments about headline slots, etc. Does this count? Yep, yep, it does. <laughs> it definitely does. And we got some... Um the original Stray Man uh, has been banging into this as well and was in touch 
good. with me when he heard he's, the episode. He's, to me, he's a good barometer for what's right and what's wrong in this podcast. Well, he is, he's, yeah. He's, he's, he's the he, heart and soul of Top Flight Time Machine. He is, really, yeah. Um, he's written that podcast in Imaginary Football Worlds is the best, mate. I did exactly the same as you and Len and could have named teams for all 22 top clubs. He knew the first 11 for all 22 clubs. Blimey. I still think about how the league is going every year. Yeah, like me. And yeah. I, I played in it. Well, that's where we differ because I, I never was involved, yeah. as I say. He says, I was the star player for Rockford Rovers. Wow. I wonder if he got that from the Rockford Files. Rockford Files, yeah, probably. And, and became the manager later. I ended up bringing in teams from Roy the Rovers too. Mm, controversial. Different he worlds cro- He crossed the lines together. there, yeah. yeah. This must be more common than I ever imagined. I'm like, I said to him, it is more common. Of course, it, yeah, this is what we have found out over the last couple of days. Um, he goes, I also did the bands thing, which I think you'd mentioned, hadn't you? Yeah. Oh, no, someone else says, I also did the bands thing that the guy on Twitter uh, mentioned, and, and I went through a phase of imagining various schoolmates as pop stars. <laughs> now, that's really bad, because you know like how I was ashamed when Ben Morgan came around and saw that I'd written a match report which featured him heavily, Yeah. Right? and he got weirded out and went home. Yeah. I mean, that's bad enough, but imagine if you turned up, if a mate turned up and they found you reviewing their new sit-pop single. <laughs> oh, oh, that's that's almost a leap too far. It's, it's a bit much, isn't it? In terms it? of being discovered doing that. Football kind of feels like it's something that's... It's kind of acceptable to have an imaginary yeah. team with a, a, a real-life meeting, but a pop single, that, that feels don't, personal. Don't forget, I mean, you know, Stray Man is a bit older than us, so, like... Say this was the 70s, mm. he might have drawn a picture of his. Um, he'd drawn a picture of his, like, mate at school in Halifax, where he's from. Yeah. But as a sort of a, um, you know, uh, someone out of Slade or even a, a David Bowie. Yeah. You know, Spiders from Mars sort of era. Um, uh-huh. Pop star. You know, what I'm saying is makeup, platforms, sequins. Mm. Yeah, and if you drew your little mate who was like just a nine-year-old kid from Halifax, and he came round and saw that you had got a picture of his face, but then drawn a glam rock star's body and clothes around it, like Div Hill from Slid. Yeah, maybe drawn on a bit of makeup, or you know, in the eighties, it might have been us making them look like flock of seagulls. Yeah, I think it would be fucking dangerous. You could get a yeah. punch in the mouth for that. Yeah, not the football thing. The football thing's just, uh, this is weird. Yeah, but, but all right, fair enough. You have you have uh, imagined me as a top footballer. I can see that because yeah. I probably will be one one day. And you're like, but if it was pop music, you'd be like, mate, what is this? You've cut my, my image out of this class photo and mm. you have made me look like one of Spandau Ballet. Yeah. Right? This will not stand. What the fuck's going on? Yeah. I'm, I'm pleased we've talked this through and we've established where the line is because I think that's There's definitely where the line is. Yeah, but, lots of people just being specific about Lens Universe again. The professor says, I'm fearing Spencer Whitehouse will be targeted by some continental shithousery during the Earth tournament. Right. Uh, have we got enough strength in depth in the squad for strikers? More importantly, what are their names? Listen, I cannot be presumptuous, and I'm not going to be so presumptuous as to answer a lot of these specific questions until I've got the answers from Lent. It's his universe, it's, not mine. Yeah, exactly, it's not and yours, And I'm being asked a lot of shit 
and yeah. I will get back as quickly as I can. But like I say, I can't pressure the lad. No. I've just got to take... I'll, I'll have to just start taking notes while he's talking. He does write quite a lot of it down, actually, so I'll, I'll try and gather some of his papers and data yeah, together. Get, yeah, get photos of all that when he's asleep, maybe, something yeah. like that, yeah. yeah, um, yeah. Malbeth the Seer on Twitter, probably not his real name, says, uh, I had the Comic League made up of teams consisting of characters from the Beano, Dandy, Nutty, Beezer, etc. Played a full season, plus cup competitions, me versus me in the back garden. Beano won the league, Nutty won the cup, Danny from Bash Street Kids, Player of the Year. Good stuff. Uh, Good. Adam says... Uh, me and my childhood best mate would spend hours writing up the teams and colouring in the home away kits in our imaginary league. Unfortunately, none are still in existence, but I do remember the Star Striker's name, Andy Castle. Oh, it's a great that. Star Striker's name. name. That, he was yeah. in his twilight years, but still the best. Yeah, good, good. Um, Patrick O'Brien. Uh, let's see, he's, re- he's written a few. I just want to get the full thread. Um, Patrick O'Brien's... Uh, what banner on Twitter is a suede logo. Okay. Suede, suede gig. So um, there you go. That gives you some impressions to him. Good. I like suede. Uh, right. Let's see what he said. Oh, fuck you now. Sorry. I fucked While you're this looking up. for that, then I'll just read another one. Cause I've got a few here. Um, Pete Langheld. My Sabutio League, I played entirely against myself. Had five divisions of 12 teams, as I only had 12 team kits. Walking, playing in 1970s Hibernian colours, eventually won the Prem. Spurs were dominant in the Cups. It took me most of my weekends to complete a full fixture list. Doesn't mention whether he's an only child or not. Suspect that he might have been. Uh, And Chris Ransom, different sport. Chris Ransom says, I entered Wimbledon every year, playing against the kitchen wall. Yeah. Wrote the scores down as I progressed every other day. Frustratingly, I had a habit of losing in the semi-finals to Becker or Edberg. Unlucky Chris, practice makes perfect, obviously. I did Wimbledon as well. Either on the wall right outside our front door, or sometimes if my mum wasn't in and I just and it was raining, I would just do it against the living room wall. <laughs> which obviously with disastrous consequences. You can also do tennis with a balloon as well. I can, yeah, I've never indoors. tried that. I might yeah. give that a go this Wimbledon. But I often went all the way through um, Wimbledon. And I also um, went all the way through to the heavyweight championship of the world in my bedroom. Jesus. Yeah, and that, these ones were me. So these are different. These aren't imaginary universes. These are, these I featured. I won Wimbledon and I right. also won the, uh, <laughs> and my, my, interest in boxing at that age was informed as much by the Rocky films as it was by real life boxing you know like loved Frank Bruno and stuff but you know I was really into Rocky so the narratives that I built around my own imaginary heavyweight um, you know moved through the ranks Mm. in the heavyweight uh, boxing championships was uh, often based more on kind of quite daft Rocky type storylines than real life ones so in the when I was fighting, finally, I'd worked my way up through a series of progressively impressive fighters and finally got a crack at the title against a tough guy, American, who was, you know, pretty heavily based on Mike Tyson, I think. Yeah. And he was battering me, right? And um, I was like, you know, dead on my legs and I was sort of clinging hold of him. And he, and I looked and my mum was in the front row. Remember, I was about 10 when I was doing this, right? Yeah. I was 10. 
and my mum was crying. Oh, myth. Because I'd been beaten up yeah. so badly. But here's what happened, right? I looked at her and obviously felt awful. But then my opponent, whose name I forget, he clocked her crying and he was really rude about her. And went, ha, look at your mum oh. crying. She's disgusted and pathetic or Big something. Mistake. And suddenly, even though until then I'd been dead on my feet, I was just from somewhere, a yeah. rage and a power and an adrenaline kicked in. And I, I more or less knocked his block clean off. Yeah. Bang. He was out. And it was one of those ones where I was so angry, I was trying to batter him even when he was still on the floor. Hmm. And that was it. The fight was over and I was heavyweight champion of the world. Career-defining stuff, that. Yeah. Yeah. Just uh, don't be rude about my mum. No, okay? exactly. There are certain lines and that's it. That's the worst one you can cross. I think that applies to all of us pretty much. Yeah. Uh, we have to draw a line under it there, Sam. That's all we've got time for for this episode, okay. I'm afraid, because of our various issues. We've got various um, issues. But yeah, keep it all coming in. I think yeah. this can run through the summer. We're interested in as much as you can give us from your own universes, whether yeah. that be football, boxing, pop music, or beyond. I bet we, uh, someone's I bet someone's done politics. <laughs> <laughs> we have we've run out of time, so we haven't got time to talk about the England match last night, but I think that's probably for the best. Mm. Okay, thanks for listening. Bye yeah. bye. All the best, bye. The biggest names in tennis are coming to Paris for the most anticipated Roland Garros in years. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled tournament access as the world's top players in tennis face off against each other. Will the veteran champions continue their dominance or will a fresh face emerge to challenge their legacy on the clay courts? Daily live coverage of this epic showdown begins Monday, May 20th. Don't miss a matchup. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens.